What is up, guys? Jordan here, back with another Z4 podcast. It's actually been a while since the last podcast. So, you know, tonight we got the boys. We got Rambler70. Uh, uh, fuck Activision. We got Rima. Yo. And we got Atlas Chrome. I don't know how to make a timeline. <laughs> fuck. For, <laughs> for context, uh, Steven, uh, Atlas is trying to make a uh, game. Atlas has actually put out a very successful game. Look up Guncat Studios on fucking whatever that one website is. I hate you because there's like six things wrong with what you just said. (laughs) 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 That's such a loaded statement. Uh... (laughs) Oh god. So we're just gonna get on right into it. So, what games have you guys been playing recently? Let's start. Uh, I've been playing Bayonetta two because I played through Bayonetta one previously, and I really liked it. Um, now I'm playing through two, and it's fun. Um, I'm very happy that they took out the like cutscene insta death quick time events that happened during bosses because that was like the worst part of Bayonetta one. I, I hated every time they were like, fucking, you got ha- two frames to push this button, otherwise the boss is going to instantly kill you. This game, they don't do that no more. But they did add some kind of swimming mechanic for this game, where you, Bayonetta turns into, like, an eel, and it's really awkward to control. I mean, I'm, like, halfway through the game, and you you don't use it too often, but every time you do, it, it's just terrible. I mean, everything else is fine. I like that you're going, that you're not just fighting more angels, you're fighting demons also this time. Yeah, working your way through hell to save Bayonetta's lesbian love interest. Is she? I thought, uh, I thought that she was her sister. Is no. it her sister? I don't remember. No, it's not Jean? God, I wish. I don't think it was her sister. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Jean is, Jean is her lesbian love interest. Yeah. yeah. Look, everybody calls Bayonetta and Jean your, like, lesbian aunts. I mean, is it a coincidence that they both have very similar powers? But, uh, yeah, I've been in, been enjoying it. Uh, before that, though, I did play a game that I more, want, more would want to give a shout-out to. Uh, Cat Quest 2. Played through that and absolutely adored it. Everything about it was so much better than the first one. Like, the difficulty curve was a lot smoother. Because I remember with Cat Quest 1... The, every time a boss would come up, I was, like, dreading it because they were always, like, stupidly powerful and you didn't really have a good gauge on how strong you should be to even be able to fight them and stand a chance. I remember I'd have to grind a lot every time a boss would come up, and it was, it was terrible. But Cat Quest 2 smooths out the difficulty curve, tones back on the fourth wall breaking video game references... Still has all the cat puns, though. It's not Cat Quest without the cat puns. The story is interesting. Uh, I, I did really like the ending, and I'm super looking forward to Cat Quest 3, which is confirmed within... Uh, I'm pretty sure they've confirmed it, that it's already in development. I mean, the logo pops up at the end of 2. I've been meaning to get it, to be honest. It looked kind of fun. It's a fun game. Again, it's really short, but it's also really cheap, so... I think that's all I've been playing. Oh, yeah, played a little bit of Wizard 101, but that, I haven't done much in it. Uh, well, I have 
tried to get into EA uh, to Game Pass, but um, I haven't really found any. Well, more so, I just can't pick a game to play yet. But mainly, I've been trying to play Pokemon Sword and Shield. And at first, I was like, hey, this isn't so bad. But then I started to get more into the game, and I was like, Ugh. yeah, now I see where, where Steven is coming from. I think Steven and I kind of agreed that, like, the story was the main big issue with it. Yeah, that's, like, there's no motivation for you to go on this journey, very little. And every time you start getting motivation, the char- like uh, the side characters would be like, no, we'll do it. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. I don't like so how you get weird. interrupted every like every time you go onto a route or a new town or something. That gets really annoying. That's just so weird. I don't get that. What? Like just how that's set up? Because usually, you know, when something or like they mention something big in a big event, usually you would go do it or be a part of it. Yeah. So I just find that weird. They would just come over, talk about, it, and then just kind of vanish. Have you played the game yet? I started a little bit of it, but like I said, I'm still like in the uh, first town. Like I didn't get to play much of it this week. Like I just started it this week. From what I'm hearing, it's just like if it's just, if that's what it's like, that's just really weird. Yeah, the story is literally like you're going to do your Pokemon journey thing of going to do all the gyms and then fight the champion or whatever. And anytime something cool or interesting might be happening. Uh, their fucking champion or somebody else will pop in and be like, no, we'll take care of it. You you just focus on fighting the gyms. Yeah, I hope Arceus isn't like this, but I don't really think it is. I think it's more open world. Yeah, Arceus, it's Arceus, first of all. And Arceus, I heard, is like, from what I've seen, I think they're definitely going to take an initiative to make it the best look at best Pokemon game. Actually, I had a little bit of theory. Um, Arceus, I think I'm pretty sure that Arceus and uh, what's those called? Uh, Brilliant Diamond, right? And Shining Pearl were meant to be shown off in May because we have not gotten any information since the announcement of those games. I mean, yeah, but the, I don't know. Because I imagine Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are probably going to be towards the end of the year. So yeah, they are confirmed for that. Like I said, I'll 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 pick them up if uh, they sound like if they with condition, you know, if they have a few certain things that I want, then I'll pick them up. Yeah, and Arceus was confirmed to be next year, so probably gonna be a bit longer. We'll probably see something at E3, but I mean, as long as they're waiting a bit, that's honestly a good thing. Yeah, considering their track record, so could be awesome. Steven, what have you been oh. playing? I have not been playing anything. I've been creating video games, and I want to die. Welcome. Um, Again, go 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 on itch.io and type in Guncat Games or the name of the award-winning, best-selling video game of all time, Wally the Seal. Yeah, I released Wally the Seal HD. Um, no one's beat hard mode yet. If you beat hard mode, I'll pay you an exposure in the next game. Yeah, I would actually like to do something. I might have like, cause I was supposed to do the billboard. I was gonna do a billboard Wally that had uh, a bunch of people who played it. But what I might do is Wally 2, cause I'm working on an RPG right now um, and I'm having a lot of difficulties. Um, please help me. We're hiring at Guncat Games. I don't pay you, but look, man, we're gonna make something really cool, I promise. And when we release it, you won't get any of the money. It all goes to me, but if you want to come work for me, I'd appreciate it. 
so yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to work on Wally 2 after, and uh, we might have something special in Wally 2. But yeah, no one's beat hard mode yet. Kind of disappointing. A lot of people beat normal though, which I guess is something. I'm the first person to ever beat Wally. Uh, no, I thought I was. Ryan was, yeah. But I beat Wally before. after the official. After you, the you official beat, you beat the you beat the alpha. Ryan's technically the first person who beat the full game. I'm technically the first person like, to the, beat the alpha. Isn't that hard? Like the map is a lot smaller. It was just a test te map. Technically, I am the first one though. No. <laughs> Honestly, technically, the first person who beats it's going to be the person who beats it on hard, but like I said, no one's beaten on hard yet. Uh, Sminfly got really close. Um, he got four keys out of five, and then he got he got clapped, but... He got clapped yeah. by Wally. I guess I, aside from myself, no one is no one's beating hard. I know. Unfortunately. But, and if yeah. you've struggled to beat hard mode... Not anymore. <laughs> but that's because I know where everything spawns. So <laughs> I have like every time I play hard mode, I, I literally just go in a pattern to get every like there's there is a pattern you can take that will lead you to every single key location. So I just walk that pattern every time and you really can't lose at that point. But um initially I did struggle a lot with hard mode because like even knowing where everything is, the map itself is very confusing. It was more confusing than I, I thought the design led on, so I did struggle quite a bit. So it's definitely hard. There's a lot of nooks and crannies. The keys are, I didn't think they were that well hidden, but I think it's just because the maze is so big. And like, again, they can hide in like little corners and like little tucks. So you could just run right past one like three times and just miss it. But yeah, I'm working on an RPG right now. I hope to have it finished by, um, it's not looking good. I was I wanted to have it finished in like June, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's, gonna be a, a few months maybe like um i don't know august i mean that sounds nice because wally was only made like two or three weeks yeah wally wally took like half a month um but wally is not as hard yeah 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 i think i jumped from like the simplest genre you can make to like the most complicated genre so i'm having to learn a lot of things but uh yeah rpgs are hard stick with platformers because it that shit's easy. <laughs> That's why everybody makes platformers. Yeah. Easy. All you gotta do is get them to jump. Put some. It's not that. That being said, you guys won't see Guncat till like 2023. So. Look, Guncat's hidden in every game. Yeah, I would like to make Guncat, but I actually don't know what to do with them. So that's kind of the problem with Guncat. Because I would totally be down to to make Guncat like I did Wally, but I just don't know what to do. Because I feel like with a platformer, you have to be kind of unique. And uh, I, again, I, I just I do not know what to. But that wouldn't be like the simplest platformer we've ever played, which isn't a bad thing, especially just trying to learn how to do stuff. But you know, Guncat Guncat's special. He he needs. What if a it's game. just a rail like a rail shooter? Nah, I don't want to do that. I think it'd be more like it'd probably be like Contra Mario esque. I imagine if I made like a Guncat, something like that. Yeah. It wouldn't be like ruthlessly hard or anything. It'd be pretty simple, but pixel art might be the great art style for that too. But um, yeah, that's that's all I've been doing basically. Yeah, I honestly have not really been playing anything. Uh, like I said, I played a little bit of Pokemon Sword like this week, and that was kind of it. I haven't really played any games these past like two weeks. Yeah. My even though I'm on semester break, I haven't got that much chance to play video games for some reason. <laughs> yeah, everyone living a busy life. Yeah, I just yeah. work so much to the point where I'm just tired and don't want to do anything. Yeah. Um, but uh, anime, though. I haven't, oh. I haven't watched any animes. 
I have watched I a show. Lot. I watched a show called Invincible. Oh yeah, Invincible. Yeah, how is that? It's been kind of getting pretty popular lately, but uh, I finished the series like earlier this last week, and uh, it's pretty damn good. It's it's like if Justice League, the animated Justice League movies, had a TV show and it was mixed with the boys, from Amazon's Prime, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know it's on Amazon Prime. Like I've been hearing it's alright. It's pretty good. I mean, it's not. Amazing. Yeah, I got I got debated because I thought it was on Netflix. No, I no. thought I thought it was on Netflix as well. Because I saw someone, I saw like a thing that said like only on Netflix. I was like, oh, I'll bang it out, and I was like, damn, I gotta get it on Amazon, bro. Yeah. Oh, Prime Video. Such a weird, out of my way thing. Out of all the video services, Amazon Prime is easily the worst. It's so clunky sometimes. Yeah. They also allow you to just put whatever the fuck you want up on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Mm. There's always like. Animes you never thought of, like on there, on there. It's weird. It's weird. It's, like a, it's a weird app. Like I remember a lot of um, kaiju films are on Amazon Prime Video or whatever, mm-hmm. but they're not put up by like Toho or anything. They're just put up by some guy, and like the posters are just like really terrible screenshots from the movies. Like I mean, terrible fucking screenshots from the movies. It, it's it's just weird. I'm trying to think. Um, Sir, what anime have I been watching? Uh, well, I, I did watch through Demon Slayer uh, just because the movie was was out, and both Jordan and Steven said it was fire. Well, Jordan said it was fire. Steven, Steven said it was uh, all right, whatever. Uh, so I watched the Demon Slayer, and I was like, damn, this is fine. Uh, I wasn't, like, the biggest fan of it, but, like, for how short it was, I was like, this is this is fun, I guess. Kept reminding me of Inuyasha, and then every time someone did something, I imagined like the Inuyasha counterpart basically doing something similar, like the main, like the like uh the the sister or whatever when she would attack with her claws. All I'm sitting here is thinking of Inuyasha fucking doing his Iron Reaver Soul Stealer, and the fucking annoying ass motherfucker, whatever his name was, was and how he was. Zenitsu, yeah. Like, I sat here, I was like, okay, so you're like a bitch version of Moroku. Because uh, Moroku is kind of cool, but, you know, I haven't watched the anime in, 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 in a while, so maybe it's just all nostalgia, because that was just a show I grew up with. But it's, it's just a feeling I couldn't shake throughout the entire watch-through of it. And, again, I still enjoyed it, for the most part. Um, Zenitsu did ruin the last couple episodes, but it was, it was fine. And then I went and watched the movie, and the movie was like, I struggled to understand why they needed to make this a movie outside of, I guess, the the CG for the train. And I sat there and I was like, I mean, this is fine again, but like, it doesn't feel any different from anything else in the show till that like final act. And I was, the final act is what like actually made the movie for me, but you have to sit through a bunch of stuff that just feels no different from anything else in the show. Yeah, it's kind of just like watching an episode, essentially. Not one of those movies you can just kind of walk in, walk in and start watching and just see what's going on. Yeah, the, the movie doesn't tell, like, it's, it's very much for people who have seen the show. It does not tell you anything about the world or who any of these characters are. It opens literally, like, where the last episode of the show is. Like, the last episode of the show ended with them getting on the train, and this movie opens up with them getting on the train. 
See. Like, it still brings up that they're being chased by police because demon slayers aren't recognized as actual, like, people doing things because demons aren't believed to be real in this universe. Mm, it's just very weird. If I've been talking nonstop about this movie. It's a good film. I mean, it's fine. I imagine it's like if you're into... De the more you are into Demon Slayer, the more you'll enjoy it. But since I just kind of found Demon Slayer to be all right, it's how I felt about how I felt about the movie was it's all right. Mostly because I just I, I kind of just wanted to see more of the big main big bad guy because he seemed to be the only character that was really inter really interesting out of the villains. The one thing I did like though about uh, Demon Slayer was how it tries to make you empathize with all the like villains that they fight along the way. Yeah, like. The, the spider bro, it, like, shows you why he does what he does, you know, why he has this family that he kind of, like, abuses the fuck out of. Mm-hmm. Um, it shows you, like, the one demon who had, like, the drums that controlled the house. Like, why does he have these drums, and why did he stop attacking when, like, uh, fucking main dude was, like, stepping on the papers? Yeah. Or not stepping on the papers, oh, like, boy, going out of his way to dodge the paper. Yeah. You know, that, that stuff, I was like, all right, I really like this. But everything else, I was like, this, I don't know. I, I, I just was not seeing, I guess, what everyone else was seeing in the show. I, but I will say, my my boy fucking uh, Hog Mask Man is his best character of most shonen I've seen. Oh, Inosuke? Yeah. <laughs> that was the one thing in the movie. They showed his dream, and I wanted to see more of his dream. Because you can't show a fucking trained spider scorpion thing. Or train snake scorpion thing and not expect me to just forget that. Like, come on. I wanted to see him fight the thing. But I understand why they put the main focus on the other two's dreams. Yeah. Other than that, uh, the only, like, I did watch through season one of Supergirl. Hey. Like, I finally finished, finished season one. And I enjoyed it for the most part. There, there were a couple instances where I was like, what the fuck's going on? But for the most part, I was like, "This is a, this was this was really fun," but I, I do think it's just really funny how far out of the way they go to not show Superman's face because they don't yeah. know who they're going to cast as Superman for this <laughs> universe. Yeah, they could just use Superman like, and Lois. Yeah, well, Superman oh. and Lois is on hiatus right now, so I was like, yeah. "Well, I'll watch some of the other CW shows." I think it comes back next week. It's CW. Uh, I think it does come back next week. Uh, hot take. Do not care for the CW universe other than maybe Superman and Lois. I have drama over story because yeah. CW. Look, I like the drama, but that's because it's a TV version of Twitter. See, it's it's fine in like certain circumstances, but it's I don't know how bad it gets in Supergirl over time, but it gets uh, really bad in Flash. I because heard so, I heard it starts it starts like like season one of Flash is great. Um, it's it's world, and you really only just have to deal with Flash, like you just deal with Barry for most of it. So, like season one's basically just all about Barry, like becoming the Flash, learning new abilities. Like you see him fight all these enemies every week and like learn how to use his powers and you know all that. But it's like about Barry, and that's why it's good. And then season two is basically the same thing. You start developing a little bit more on the side characters, but by like season three, season four, all the side characters start having like all these mini arcs and like they all start getting powers and like it stops being less about the flash and more about like flash and his crew 
Yeah, um, and then like they all have like drama they're dealing with, like they have relationships and shit. Like it's it gets so out of pocket for like no reason, and that's why it's like the drama over story memes because like it like what what happened? Like how did we get from season one to season four? Like it's just yeah. When you yeah, if you watch season one and season four, they feel like entirely different shows. Like it's just so it's, it doesn't feel like Flash anymore. It feels like Flash is there, but he's not like the main character even supposed to be it's it's really weird especially uh, season five season one fire though I'm, I'm season one go to see i think season one and season two are really good seasons that's what mostly everyone says season one season two are really good seasons but then afterwards it's just shaky like i like season six like i know it took that long but season six is all right and i like season five like season five was decent you know but i don't know it's just with those shows like their first seasons our first few seasons look very different from their like current seasons. This is a side note. Season three is awful. Yeah, season three it's, is the worst. Season, season three is terrible, but it's so three. fucking funny <laughs> because it's so bad. Yes, yeah, it's, ter- it's a terrible. Like season. it's awful, but it's that's, hilarious because yeah, that's, that's mostly across the board that everyone does not like season three. Like it's not a good season. I just want yeah, to throw out there that. Um... I got. I think there was a teaser for a show that I watched a long time ago, Dexter. If you guys heard of it, a teaser for its for a new season of it came out last week. I thought it had like a definitive ending. It did. Season eight was the last one, and uh, consensus. I can't believe I watched all eight seasons honestly because Jesus. the first four seasons are pretty great. The last four were eh, and all over the place, and it had a pretty weird ending. And they just confirmed that another season was coming out, season nine. I was like, really? I mean, why? And I thought it was just going to get canceled or it was fake. But no, they released an official teaser. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm getting back into this. Like I said, first four uh, seasons are good. So if you care, go watch that. I think I remember my sister was under that show. But that was, I don't know anything about it other than the guy like tortures people or something in order he, to get the info he wants. He's a serial yeah, killer that kills other killers. He killed yeah, well, that was well specifically he serial killer that kills other criminals. Because he not just yeah. other serial killers. Yeah. Y'all see that Rick and Morty season five trailer? No. no. I think so. I don't watch trailers for that or that stuff. Man, honestly there's so many shows coming out these days, it's crazy. I don't know, I don't keep up with them. Like I, everyone's going off about like Infinity Train, or like revive Infinity Train or give it one last season or something. But like I, I never watched it. Yeah, Infinity Train isn't that the one with the corgi and the girl and? I know? think I think that was just season one. Yeah, and they eat onions. I think it has like three seasons, and I think it's getting its like last one. But the, it, the I think the writers said that the last season isn't gonna have a definitive ending. Because they had plans for like one more, where it would actually end. Just whatever. Like I can't keep up with these shows. Now that we're done with anime, Ball in Wonder World, guys. Oh, I, I, just, I, just, I just want to ask right now, okay? At at, at do you think what is Yuji not gonna go do now? Like what is what's he gonna where is he gonna go? He's gonna retire. You know, I can see that. I can definitely see that. I, I was just memeing. I don't know if he's actually retiring. No, no, no. <laughs> I can see that happening yeah. at this point. Yeah. I don't think he retired because the game did bad. I think he just retired. He's been at it for years, right? Dude's yeah. old 50, as fuck, right? He's, he's 55 years old. I said this wouldn't be a bad age to retire, to be honest. You could really call it quits right now. 
I mean, he did say that this was his only chance to make a platformer. And I mean, the game does have, like, kind of an interesting, like, backstory behind everything. Of, like, the struggle development and how, like, Square had certain demands that Yuji Naka just straight up didn't want to do. Like, how they were, like, really pushing for the game to have some kind of crazy story, and Yuji Naka was like, I don't do stories. I don't, I don't someone, like doing stories. He could have gotten someone else to do it, though. And, like, that's the whole reason that there's, like, a book that was released alongside the game that actually has the full story. Yeah. yeah. Like, has character motivations in it. It has who the fuck anyone even is. You don't even know who the big bad guy is, except unless you read the book. Like, he's, like, you see him in the game, and, like, I think you fight him, like, twice yeah. outside the battle and bounce. Yeah, everything's in the book, and it's it's really silly. Should have bundled the book with the game. Honestly, yeah. If you're not gonna take time in the story, then you should at least give this context, the proper needed context. So, man, there should at least be a book that's like bundled with the game or something. Oh, uh, the game just has a lot of weird decisions. The whole like worlds are out of order thing is I don't understand that one at all. How you go about actually unlocking the Balan costume is very, like, doesn't make any sense, and the game doesn't actually tell you anywhere. And I get that, like, Yuji Narko is like, well, people like the Chow Garden, so I'll put the Chow Garden in this, because Sega hasn't been doing it. But it's not as good as the Chow Garden, not and it's near. really tedious. It's nowhere near as good as the Chow Garden. Hey, at, least he, at least he cares. That's the important part. I kind of feel bad for him because he <laughs> seems like a great guy. He's not egotistical about any of this, but I think he feels like, you know, I kind of wish I just had the chance to make a game that that people just really liked. And I can really, I really feel bad for him. You could tell, like, he's kind of disappointed in himself. Yeah, man, that's okay to be. I mean, like, I don't think mistakes are light from anything else he's done, right? He's made, like, a billion bangers at this point. One failure is not that bad. Well, I wouldn't say he's made yeah. a billion bangers, but you know he's. He made a lot. Of them. Yeah, he made a lot of them, and a lot of even Miyamoto has made some mistakes in the past, you know. And I think the number one issue that you could almost trace a lot of balance problems with is Yuji Naka's philosophy of the one-button game. Mm -hmm. Like even when he was doing Sonic, a lot of the Sonic games he made, like you could pretty much play through the whole game just using one button. Like like the old Sonic games, you jump. That that's all you run and jump. You know when they add the spin dash, you use the exact same button as the jump button. You know, and even in the adventure games, a lot of your abilities were tied to one button. Yeah, but the difference between Sonic and this game is that those were fun mechanics. Like it made sense in the context of what the game they were making, right? You didn't need to do any more than that. You didn't need to have the spin dash on a separate button. Whereas here, it's so tedious. Everything is just, it's lame, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's why I say it can be, almost be traced back to that philosophy, uh, simply because if he would have been willing to have jump on like a set button, like X or A or whatever, then it would have been, it would have at least fixed one massive issue of having a platformer where you can't always jump then you would knock out, like, half of the fucking power-ups. Like, have, have, like, jump on a button, have a basic attack on another button, and then have, like, the costume power on a third button. 
Yeah. That, that, that fixes like a lot of the issues. We're not asking for like every bun to be used either. We're just saying like be conservative, you know? Like, I don't know, it's, it's weird. Like the whole 80 powers thing, I don't know why he needed, I, I know he said he was like, oh yeah, well, I, I pitched as 80, but you know, we thought we'd only do 40, but we ended up doing 80 anyway. And I was like, yeah, but like half of them were fucking copied from each other. <laughs> and then you have the box box. Yeah. And I heard this game's development was weird as well. It was like, what was it? It was like the designs was handled by by uh, Square Enix. And then they had another company do the programming for the game or something. Oh, like yeah. That. The, the all, all rest, all zest, uh, the people who made Yoshi's New Island, some Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games on 3DS. I think it was the London one. What else did they make? They made one more 3DS title, I remember. That was pretty mediocre. Uh... Yeah. I just remember those were like the two main ones. Because when you say Yoshi's New Island, I don't think anyone has a positive opinion of that game. <laughs> I mean, the music alone. <laughs> the kazoo. Seizures. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's a weird people. game. You know, I, I remember... Uh, Jordan, you might care about this, but I remember back in around the Sonic Nimania announcement, 25th birthday party, Yuji Naka was asked, you know, would he ever consider coming back to Sega to make on another Sonic game? And he's like, you know, I've talked with Izuka and a few of the other older Sonic team members. We would get together for dinner or drink sometime. And we would talk about, like, you know, it would be nice one day to kind of come back and make a Sonic game together. I don't know how realistically possible that is, but yes, I would be willing to come back and do that. So I think after this, maybe he would like to head back to Sega and maybe do something with them. Hmm. I don't know if he has a contract with Square Enix that he has to make more shit, but uh, we'll see. Oh, oh, I wish him all the best, though. Well, again, this doesn't knock out for anything else he's made, like, Hell, I've even heard the last game made, Rodeo, was, like, decent. Yeah. He also made yeah. that one game that was also for the Wii U and Wii. Uh, yeah, like, Rodeo, Sky yeah, Soldier. Rodeo, Rodeo. Oh, that's what it is. No, I heard that was no. kind of mediocre, wasn't it? Oh, I thought I heard it was decent. Oh. Like, not amazing, but, like, decent. I heard the Wii U version was yeah. the best. Didn't it come? Yeah, it came packages with the Wii. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it brought versions in it. I thought that was kind of cool. I think mm-hmm. I remember seeing the store, like, once. And like never again. Yeah, because the thing, the same thing happened with me. The games kind of came out and disappeared, <laughs> like that. So Nintendo and Microsoft. Oh, can I just say uh, one thing about the Nintendo Microsoft thing? Yeah, I mean this is all you because I don't know what the fuck it's about. <laughs> so apparently, uh, in a couple of live streams with some Microsoft employees, one specifically one being Phil Spencer, you can see a Nintendo Switch in the background. And some people are hinting that maybe this is towards like a Microsoft Nintendo partnership. Maybe Game Pass could be coming to the Switch. I think y'all are looking into that one too hard. Too. I think so too, but I think but a lot, I also heard, I also heard like maybe that the restructuring of the servers that happened earlier this year with Nintendo was because of Microsoft. Maybe they finally gave them some good servers or something. And I heard there was some leaked code or something referring to Game Pass maybe somewhere. I don't know. But I just want to say that if this does happen... Because like Game Pass isn't an app. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a game. It's more so like a streaming app. You stream the games, right? Like it can be that. And I think if this happens, I think this is a brilliant move by Nintendo, simply because they know that the PS Five and Xbox Series X and S are going to be the standard for the next generation, 
and there's no way a lot of those games are going to be able to work on Nintendo Switch and being able to stream across xCloud would be like a very smart move to get third-party games still on Nintendo Switch. I mean, I prefer that over the like thing of Hitman 3 and Control. Yeah. Because yeah, like it's already have Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And plus, I feel like thank you, go. I was just gonna say, I think like those games, Hitman Three and Control, like their cloud, their cloud versions just do not compare to the X Cloud version because Game Pass has been shown to work very, very well. Excellent. Oh yeah, I, I I played through all of Donut County and uh, Achievement Hunted it on my phone, and it was it was really fun. But I even played a couple other games with like a little controller that I bought to play with my phone. And I don't know, now that uh, three six, some 360 games are coming to it, like Banjo, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's, it's, I, don't, I, I love the xCloud. It's really nice, and it does work fairly well if you have decent connections. Mm-hmm. Um, something, something back in my head is telling me that it's not Game Pass. It's not, um, but... And it's probably just like Master Chief on a collection on Switch or something, or like... I struggle Smash. to believe even that. It, it's some, I know it has to be something, because like... Even even besides the in back of Phil Spencer's background, it was in the Xbox Game Sack event too, because that lady was like a I forgot who it was. They were just talking about like things coming to Xbox or Xbox services, and on that shelf right behind her, it was like a Series X, a Series S, and then a Switch just randomly there. So yeah, like it has to be something, but I don't think it, I don't think it's Game Pass. I don't think it's Game Phil Pass. Spencer is is known to kind of do this again. Again, he remember he had the Series S as his uh, in his bookshelf before the announcement, which I don't know if that's true because like I saw and I was like it could just still be a book because I don't know it doesn't look like it could it could be a Series S, but it could also be anything really. But yeah. I gotta see the photo again. I just don't think it's Game Pass honestly because I mean even though that would be a really smart move, I wasn't gonna do it. Yeah, and I'm, they don't really make that calls. And despite what I've said about it being a smart move for Nintendo to get third parties to continue being supported onto the Switch, Nintendo doesn't really need them. It's just they're fine with their first party and indies, anyways. So sound like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, despite a lot of the people's problems with like the Switch's lineup. Yeah. I don't know. I know there was a tweet that went viral the other day that was uh like complaining about how lackluster the Switch's like overall like first party lineup has been throughout its lifetime. I mean, we've only gone one Mario Party and that was like yeah, it wasn't the st- right step in the right direction, but at the same time like it was like like you did the bare minimum with that game, right? And uh, the remakes and remasters and some of the other games they haven't had the most content and such. It's like I don't. I don't want to start a war. Okay, I'm not going to get into it this too. But like, I the Switch experience for me has been all over the place, in my opinion. Yeah, I feel like every port is different. Yeah. yeah, I feel like every person has a different like experience with the system. Like, I, I've seen people be like, "Oh, they, like the idea of being able to play console gaming on the go, like that won't work for a Switch too. They've got to do better more with it." And I'm like, I, it still worked for me. Oh, I played my Vita a lot, and that was basically the same thing. I, I think, yeah, they should just continue with this Switch concept and just make it put more powerful ha- hardware on it. I think this is going to yeah. work for them. I think better chips, just upgrading the chip and making it more like graphically better will ultimately work well for them. Because it would just be weird for them to go back to, I mean, not weird, but if they went back to regular console, the next time, I don't think it's going to go as well. 
Yeah. Just switched it. I don't think, I think, I don't want to say it being another Wii U situation because it could just be like a regular console, but like, I don't think it's going to do as well. See, Nintendo has put them in this situation where like they have to keep have doing, themselves. they have to keep like doing their own thing because clearly they've shown that they aren't able to compete with other companies based on features like online connectivity and whatnot. Yeah. And they both succeed and fail when it comes to their own ideas. Yeah. Like I said, just weird. Because, like, I don't know, like I said, I feel like they just put themselves in a hole or a trap, which is, like, the future now. Yeah. And just trying to abandon it. I mean, even though they can abandon it, I just don't know how it's going to go well. And we're probably going to just see the next console in like two or three years. I, I, I just want to preface it that the Switch Pro is no, it is not a new console. It is just like the DSi in concept where it's just a slightly upgraded Switch. It's going to provide probably 4K gaming, bigger screen, maybe a couple other features. It's going to, and both Switches will be able to play any game you want, any game that is available that for each Switch. I can imagine it being more like a, a new 3ds, where there might be a couple games that could only be played on it. Yeah. Not like ha- not like every new announcement will only be able to play on it, but like a couple every now and again. Maybe yeah. God, I hope they call it the Super Nintendo Switch. Also, N64 Online will be exclusive to it, like how Super Nintendo uh, games are exclusive to the 3ds or new 3ds. They'll say, oh, oh, it was like a there wasn't enough power on the regular switches. <laughs> I still can't believe that though. That's weird. The Link 30s. I was like, Scott the Wasp said it best. Is like, I don't know. They, I, I'm sure if they tried a, hard, a little a bit harder, they could have gone SNES games working on the regular 30s. Wasn't there SNES games on the Ambassador program? That was GBA. Oh, it's a bit kind of similar in power, ain't it? I think the GBA is a bit more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. The why couldn't Super Nintendo games work? And that's what I'm trying to wonder. Maybe it's the architecture or something. Y'all want to talk about the PlayStation servers? We just go on to the uh, predictions. Uh, I mean, that's like real news by now. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that Sony has done a pretty good job at digging themselves a hole for this past two months. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they bought. And it ain't uh, helping that nobody can even get their hands on like the new system to distract themselves. Can't really. Um, Jordan gonna be the only one out of us that's playing Ratchet. Have Damn. fun. Look, I'll play it and not talk about it. I was gonna mm-hmm. get the original trilogy on PS3, but then I remember my PS3 is broken. I think I'm just gonna get a PS2 emulator probably. It's like I said, the best advice is just just wait on the sites because that's how I got the consoles. You just you I mean we're not waiting sites, but follow the right pages. Really, all I can say about that because sometimes I'll get alert on my phone or something that'll be like, hey, uh, Series X is available at this store or whatever, or PS5 is available here. Blah blah. blah. As long as you have alerts on your phone or just follow like Twitter pages, it becomes like really simple. In the beginning, the very beginning, it was really hard. Like when it first came out, that was a nightmare. But like I think it's a little bit easier now. A little bit. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, um, before we even go into predictions, uh, Sony bought Evo. So that, <laughs> that was the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Atlas was the one that had something to say about that. He was the one that uh, wanted to talk about it. Yeah, I hope that Nintendo um, <laughs> tries to use this as a reason to like, oh no, we don't want to be part of uh, Evo anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think they. Yeah, see, like, I really just want the Smash community to burn, but um, it's really <laughs> already dying. We're gonna. I think uh, <laughs> I think that the Evo thing is like they um, I don't know. 
I don't think it's going to change much about EVO itself. I think the event will probably still be ran the same. It's just going to be interesting to see if Nintendo wants to now directly like fund a competitor, essentially. Well, I don't think they really care much about that. It's more so that they don't want to be connected to Smash Candidate right now. For a while. Yeah, because I can imagine with Sony, they're going to be like, you got to have official permission from the people who make the game. No grassroots shit. Yeah, they're like, if it's not on Sony console, can't be at EVO. I don't know if they go that far, but like, it, like I said, just like, if Nintendo doesn't agree to sponsor you guys playing this game, then you guys can't play here. Ultimately, it'll be fine. I think Smash will still come back to EVO, maybe. I know Nintendo's kind of like stepping away from the community again. Um, Can you blame them? No, I can't. I I don't know, though. Like, I mean, I'm I'm curious about how aware they are of all this shit that happened, right? I just know once Nairo's situation went down, they deleted all the videos they had of him. Yeah, I I know that. But, like, I'm curious about how up-to-date they are all the time kind of stuff. Well, I, I wonder remember, if I, knows I remember the they deleted all the zero videos the day that the allegations came out about him. I think. Yeah. So they're pretty. Yeah, cool. a the they have a lot of people working at Nintendo, and a lot of them probably do follow these things a lot, and a lot of them probably report on them a lot to their bosses, and then they're like, "Yeah, we can't have this." It's it's PR, mm. I guess. You know. Talk about senpai. <laughs> She's so stupid. Shit. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about the same issue? Uh, uh, shit. She didn't even like, take accountability for anything. Get him, bro. She was just like, Ayo, I'm going to therapy. Something with a 40 year old man. Some Somebody fucked me, I guess, when I was drunk and had like a little smash, like sex ring happening or something. I don't know what the fuck that was. Nah, that came out of nowhere. She and really it was like, like, and if you if you talk shit about me, I'm gonna sue. I'm gonna sue your ass. <laughs> like what? You had a you had a year to make the statement. A year, <laughs> bruh. Nigga really pulled it, and she don't look right. To give to give some context on the whole senpai thing, um, so back during I believe this was like June July when all the Smash players were getting blown the fuck up. <laughs> over like fucking Fuck. little kids or whatever other Ray, shit that they were doing. D one. Yeah, there was there was a bunch of stuff. Senpai, Zero, basically every like a lot of the big names related to the competitive Smash community were getting kind of blown up for some sketchy stuff they had done in their past. Uh, a, I believe she was a commentator. Yes, um, a commentator. So Cinnamon Dunson also known as a Cine Pie. Basically, she was revealed to have, just going to say, raped a 14-year-old. And she was raped. 23 years old. Like, I don't, I don't know how, what what else you could call it. Just, I guess, sexual abuse. But, like, she did very sexual very things to him. Um, she did this to a player named Pope. And Pope, like, came forward with it. Basically, like, this, this destroyed him. He really didn't want a lot of anything really terrible to happen to Senpai. Mainly because that's just kind of kind of person Puppe is. He didn't want like Senpai's life to be destroyed over it. He just like I just need to get this out of out out of my system. 
And I remember this whole thing sent Pope into like a spiral of darkness. Like he came real close to ending his own life. Uh, he's still fine now, but now Simpai recently, uh, May 1st, she put out a statement. Basically, to summarize the entire statement, she said, I didn't do it. And even if I did do it, I was an irresponsible 23-year-old. Also, <laughs> um, a 40-year-old man did something to me at some point. Was an irresponsible twenty-three-year-old, like bro? What? The and fuck then she posted a picture from, I guess, her lawyer or her attorney that basically said, if she wanted to, she could take anybody who insulted her to court. But yeah, it's it's kind of become a whole thing, namely because nobody knows what the fuck she's talking about in her own statement that she posted, like. It's her statement's very weirdly worded, and I almost recommend anyone to check it out simply because it is. It's just so weird because you read it and you don't know if she's trying to defend herself or she's like admitting to it, mm-hmm. or she's trying to push the blame to others. Like it's, I, I, it's very scrambled. I, I, I don't know. All, all I got out of it is she got death threats, which I don't recommend anyone should really get death threats. I, I don't care really what you did. Death threats are a bit too much. The whole thing's really fucked up, and I, uh, it's, it's weird. It's just crazy think, how, like, last year was. Yeah. Zero also uh, was another Smash player that got called out, and he recently had an interview where he basically said, yeah, I've also tried to kill myself several times because I can't get a job because when people look up my I'm, name, I'm so mad at that because, like, people were like, e, you need to take this video down. And, like, I think, I mean, Smashes are dumb, right? We know this. But I don't, when I watched the video, I didn't get Zero was trying to come back to the community. He even says in the video he doesn't want to come back. Like, he, he doesn't really want anything to do with Smash. And, like, I don't know how people are getting, like, because there's a lot of people, like, he absolutely cannot come back. I, I think you do have some people, like, yeah, Zero should be let back in, but those are, like, five-year-olds, right? I hope. Why Why do I even question it? Of course it's not the five-year-old. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyway, like, I think the overwhelming majority of people with more than five brain cells were just like, yeah, we, I mean, the, I don't think the intention was to, to forgive Zero. It was literally just to see, like, how are you doing? You know? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um... I think even if somebody does something bad, they shouldn't necessarily be like condemned for it forever. I, I would, you know, I don't want anyone to kill themselves, right? Unless you're like a super piece of shit, but like J Station. But Zero's not J Station. Yeah, I don't know how people are getting like, why would you guys use this to like let him back in the community? Like nobody, nobody thinks in the Smash game. Like I. I don't know. Was that really the intention most people got out of that video? I, I just assumed it was just to see if he was okay. Hey, yeah, look so at like, the Nairo thing where people are still saying, yeah, he's completely innocent when he never stated what the court decision was. Yeah. Like, Nairo's weird because that is true. Like, there is a lot of evidence to suggest that Nairo is correct. Again, Technicals just made a good video where he, when he blew up, like, Captain Zack and Sam Sora. Like, it's... It's really hard to think that Nairo is lying. Like, it truly is. Like, e- even when I'm trying to, like, come up, it- it's really hard if you just look at everything on the table, like, every statement or whatever. But, at- yeah, at the end of the day, you really don't know. So it's still black and white. There's really nothing you can do about that until he says what the legal stuff was. 
But yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's crazy that like one day the Smash community can like pitchfork like lynch somebody to death, and then the next day they're like in their stream donating like two thousand dollars. <laughs> I don't understand. They kind of go. Like Nairo's welcome back stream. You know how much money he made, bro. He probably made more money than like Ryan has in his entire lifeline of working. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like it, it's fucking insane. Also, I will throw out. Do not ever harass the people that came forward with, you know, what happened to them. Like, I know Jisoo's been posting about all the death threats she's gotten because she got a zero kicked out of the community. And in her post where she posted the death threats that were in her DM, like, people are posting death threats in the replies to that. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? I think Jisoo's pretty whack, I'm not gonna lie. That's not just because of the zero thing. Um, like, I'm, I'm not gonna berate her or anything. I, I don't think she should get death threats. I don't think anyone should get death threats. Why do you think I, she's I, I, I think she, she might be kind of out, of out of hand a little bit. You think she's I, a I don't know. I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for the technicals video, but I, I, I don't know. She's kind of sus. You think she's kind of lying or like just doing this to get attention for herself? No. Like, I'm, I'm waiting to see. There will be a video probably blowing her up, but I think she kind of sus right now. But just because you're a victim does not mean I won't, like, you know, you can still be sus and be a victim. Like, yeah, but like, again, why, why community, go like, attack people just because yeah, you're I, I, don't, I don't agree. I don't agree on, like, anyone attacking anybody, obviously. But, like, I also don't think her using, like, her status as, like, a victim all the time is, like, applicable in certain situations. Like, I, I'm going I'm to wait. It's like, that, that's that's a pretty touchy direction. Yeah, I'm going to wait. This is why the community just needs to die. I think it honestly is after I me. Mean, those last two characters after they drop, it's pretty much over. I mean, yeah. you're already leaving, I mean, if you're already leaving the community as it is, like online's pretty bad. There hasn't been tournaments because of COVID. I guess after these last two characters, I think honestly the game is just gonna like fade out of existence. To the next Smash. Speaking game. of Smash characters yeah. reveals. Do we think any will be at E3's Nintendo? Absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna Goku. I feel um, like the next before, character about to go stupid. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Master Chief. Gonna be I was right thinking about it. I'm like, hey, hey, this it's been a while. I feel like probably should have had one by now, right? I feel like the next character about to go stupid. We're gonna get Laura Croft. We're gonna get um, Chibi Robo. We're gonna get. Do you have any like actual real predictions? I don't know, because it's, it's hard with Smash, because it's always the character you stop thinking about. Like, yeah. Sephiroth or Steve. I, like, yeah, Steve I guarantee you, like, the days leading up to E3, everyone's going to, there's going to be, like, five different characters on trending on Twitter that Sora are going to be, like, who people Crash. want, and it's not going to be any of them. <laughs> it's, it's always Sora, Master Chief, Crash, and uh, who's the other one they always ask for? Gino. So, yeah, Gino. Honestly, I want Phoenix, right? I know Phoenix Wright's not going to get in the game, though. Like, it, it's cool, very though. rarely any of these characters that people scream for. Yeah, because it's always the character you stop thinking about. Is and, and that's not to, to suggest that the DLC roster is, like, bad or full of characters nobody wants. No. Like, I, I feel like every character is, that's on the roster has at least been asked for by someone. Someone, yeah. Like, yeah, even the weirder ones like Min Min and Byleth. I feel like there's still somebody who was like, I, I love this rep. I do. Like, there's probably some arms fan who was like, I'm really happy arms got an actual character. 
or someone whose first Fire Emblem game was Three Houses and was like, man, I love that my game got my game got fucking into Smash. I think really the only character that was like for the fans was like Banjo. Yeah, that one, that one I have to agree with. I feel like I feel like Banjo was just truly it was a character just for, truly for the fans. I feel like Terry was kind of a character because like I feel like SNK just kind of gives out whatever, so they're like let's just go to SNK. It'll be easy to get yeah. them from them. And SNK part, literally puts yeah. their entire video game library up on every system known to man. Yeah, they're pretty loose with all their IP, so that's probably why they went to them. I mean, obviously Terry got like what thirty-seven songs in the game. Yeah, they do not care about who gets their stuff. Um, uh, Ryan, oh, okay. I, to... uh, I need you to cut this part out real quick. Okay, uh, I apologize for this. Where were we? Right. The uh, <clears throat> no. Yeah, uh, I just want to put throw out my predictions. Um. So far, they haven't really announced a lot of things for this year other than Mario Golf, which is coming out in June. So I think we're going to see Breath of the Wild 2, a teaser for a new Mario, 3D Mario game, Pokemon, Brilliant Diamond, and Pokemon Arceus, uh, Zelda Twilight Princess HD, Skyward uh, Wind Waker HD coming, uh, some extra Zelda content coming, maybe like a Four Swords port or something like that, like from the 3DS. You know how that was like that Four Swords anniversary thing? on DS. Yeah, I have that on my 3DS. Yeah, I think that, yeah. I think there's something like that that'll come over for this anniversary. I think we'll see a new Kirby game because it's been a while. What else? Uh, maybe one more Mario spinoff. Uh, Mario Party or something. Uh, uh, no, I don't think Mario Party. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I'm not too certain on if Arceus will be shown off. If they show off Arceus... <laughs> Like, to me, the likelihood of them showing off Arceus is the same likelihood they're showing off Splatoon 3. Oh, yeah. Like, more of that game. Because both of them come out next year, right? Nintendo tends to like to focus on games that they're going to release between E3 and the end of the year, or at least big titles. Yeah, but they also do give hints towards the following year as well, like, at least something. I could see them mostly, like, doing their usual thing of, like, here's a couple, like, first-party games. Like, obviously, pretty Billion Diamond, Shining Pearl. Probably uh, like, you know, reminder, hey, Mario Golf's coming out soon. Uh, then you'll get like some third party stuff in indies. Like, uh, what other notable games come out around June? Mario Golf. Ninja Gaiden. Monster Hunter Ninja Stories Gaiden. 2. Ninja Gaiden. We'll probably just get a trailer for that. Oh, yeah, Ninja Gaiden. My favorite. Um, Skyward Sword, probably get another trailer. Maybe it'll show something new in the game. I doubt it, though. You'll get another trailer for like, like, they'll have like a sizzle reel of like third party stuff, right? Which will probably have like Monster Hunter Stories 2, Great Ace Attorney, World Ends With You, No More Heroes 3, uh, just random stuff like that. Maybe they'll give some bigger, like some highlights to like some of the bigger names in there that don't have their own press stuff. Like Capcom will probably have their own thing for Monster Hunter Stories and probably some new content for uh, Rise. As far as anything else, like anything out there. I could definitely see a new Kirby game. It's been a while since uh, Star Allies. I could see a couple more ports being announced. Um, actually, I think this time they're just going to focus on Zelda, probably, for ports. Yeah, like you, like you said, a Wind Waker HD, Twilight Princess HD type thing, maybe. Uh, what other Wii U games are we even missing that's, like, big? Uh, Xenoblade. Oh, yeah, Xenoblade X. That'd be hype. Yeah, I really would want that. I w- that's, like, the only Xenoblade game I still need to play. But I don't want to play it on my Wii U. Same. I think I'm Wii U game. That's pretty much it. At least have the big ones. They could they port. Like, yeah. They could. They could port to Ultra Smash. You know. 
We could do that. God. Man, imagine porting Ultra Smash. Imagine porting... What's that other one? Uh, Amiibo Festival. Amiibo Festival <laughs> 2, baby. I'm going to point this out every time we talk about Amiibo Festival. That reveal trailer with me, Jordan, and Steven. Oh, and that was... Ugh. I will never forget that day. I wish I never did. I was like, oh my god. And then and then and then Steve was like started pointing out the panels on the ground. I was like, oh no. I bet you think Amiibo Festival run over well now because there's already a new Animal Crossing. Yeah. I think the only reason people are really salty about the game is because there was no Animal Crossing. But now there is. So I think if it releases now, it'll probably do a little bit better than it is. Well, I think I, they, need to, they need to add more content to Animal Crossing. Animal yeah. Crossing New Horizons. Yeah. They need to add something like decent size. Like Maybe they're making it. Like, even, even something like just like Gyroids or something. Brewster's Cafe. Uh, fucking island because you already you still have the dock on your island but there's nothing to do with that dock yet and, yeah there's no mini games to play multiplayer wise and yeah the multiplayer is still bad but i think a lot of the animal crossing team is going to be moving over to the splatoon 3 probably because they're yeah. the same developer aren't they oh i could see a port of like uh color splash mm, maybe actually eh, maybe yeah, yeah that's yeah, it can't come out. It's definitely not, the my top, not the top of my list, but I can't. Yeah, see no, it. but I can still see it because people still, there's still a dedicated fan base for it. Star Fox yeah. Zero would be hype if they uh, got the controls to work for just one screen. Yeah, I think I if think... they just use Star Fox 64's control scheme, that that would be perfect. Or, or oh, yeah. Assault. I think they should port more uh, 3DS games to Switch. Yeah. I'd like it. I know it's like kind of a hot button issue because. You know that they do that. It's either going to be 50 or 60. Like, yeah, Metopia is 50. And even then, like, that's too much for a lot of people. And, like, as hype as I am for the game, and as much as I am just going to go ahead and buy it because I love Metopia, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I can justify this price to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Metopia should really be $40. And it's not adding anything either. It's just literally a port. Yeah, it's it's just adding the uh, horse and a more in-depth me maker. Yeah. See, that's what I don't get with these ports because they're so weird. Like the Nintendo ports are strange because you'll get some that are just direct ports, and then you'll get some with like bonus content, like Bowser's Fury, Fury, or like Pikmin Three. Uh, yeah, Pikmin Three Deluxe, or like Token Rock is just having like an extra story session or whatever. You know, like it. It's just all over the place. Yeah. It's really weird. I think. I wish there was more new WarioWare. That'd be hype. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. I think for my shadow drops, I want to say maybe a new Metroid title from Mercury. Not I forgot which one made Samus Returns. That was Mercury. Yeah, maybe Mercury. Yeah, it's Mercury Steam probably. Uh, maybe Metroid Three or Four remake. I don't know, but that's still pushing. I don't know about remake. I can see just the trilogy getting ported over though. The Prime trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely probably going to happen. I I heard rumors that, yeah, it's pretty much in development. And that rumor's been... been around for like 5 billion years. Yeah, but that was, see, there was that one rumor that said Mario Maker 2, Zelda Remake, or Zelda, new 2D Zelda game. Uh, but I feel like every rumor mentions, like, Metroid Prime Trilogy coming to Switch. Yeah, but this like, one had... every single one. I Yeah, but well, I... Well, if there's going to be one that has anything right, 
it's also going to include Metroid Prime Trilogy, along with all the ones that are wrong. But you have to remember that this, these announcements happened around the time before the announcement of the delay. I, at least I think that that's where, when it happened. The delay was announced for 2020 or 2019, I can't remember, for Prime mm. 4. Prime 4. Oh, yeah, is, are, I don't remember when the uh, DLC for Hyrule Warriors is supposed to come out. Yeah. Uh, I think it's summer. This is summer. I, yeah, they I, might give more information about that because we still don't know anything about it. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely probably see something to hear about it. I'm conf- <laughs> That's one thing I'm confident. We'll probably see um, Asian Climate DLC. And we're probably going to get this all of these information on a digital format, most likely, definitely. Well, yeah, COVID and shit. Yeah. I don't think E3 is going to actually be... Like, they even said that E3 is a all digital event yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah and it's, all, it's weird, because this one's, like, was it Thursday to Tuesday or Friday to Tuesday or something like that? Like, it's a very weird, like, uh, time to do it, but, you know, it's, like, during the weekend now. And yeah. the best part is, is that... Uh, it's during, or since it's over the weekend, I don't have to deal with any other crap. Yeah, I'm I'm still looking through Wii U games, trying to find something else that might be ported. But I, oh, NES Remix, forgot about that. Oh, kind of surprised they just gave up on that series. That was a really good uh, couple of games. I just remember, I just remembered. Uh, Zelda's 35th anniversary. They have to do something with Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Could we see a port of those games? For sixty dollars. Can we get a report? Can we get a port of the OG ones, please? Nah, 3D, please. 3D versions. Please. Okay, I'll give you 3D. I'll say Majora's Mask 3D. Yeah, give the original if you want. But for me, 3D, uh, 3D uh, Ocarina of Time. Yeah, you can around. have you can have 3D Ocarina of Time, but please give me back OG Majora. Nah, Majora. remake. Nah, remake the first uh, Legend of Zelda. Please. That one actually be kind of hype because that can be the. Remake it in the Breath of the Wild engine or something. The first game, the Breath of the Wild is no, the first no, game. No, no, no. but like, no, no, no. Like, I'm talking about like the map and design and everything. I know. Oh, right. He's a Breath of the Wild. Yeah, he's a Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild basically is Zelda one. I know. Oh, I'm talking. I'm talking about like the, the map. The map. I forgot that is pretty much Zelda one. I see like an Ocarina of Time issue would be kind of cool. I I just can't see them doing Zelda 35th anniversary without porting. Ocarina of Time it just seems like like that's their ultimatum, like the one they're they're most known for. Hey, bro, $60, yeah. yeah, you'll get it. I'm, I'm just wondering how they're gonna do it because I just cannot see them. No, you know how Mark gets to You gotta pay for this. Full price, motherfucker. They're gonna be like Zelda All Stars, uh, Ocarina. No, they're gonna be Zelda All Stars, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, and like Ocarina of Time or Majora or something like that bundled together for one seventy nine ninety nine. Ocarina of Time gonna be in four by three. Oh my god! Yes, sir. It's gonna be the N sixty four version, four by three. Uh, 20 frames per second as well. <laughs> Just like the original. God. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. They're going to charge full price for that. And everybody's going to be like, these are 3DS games. Why are you charging full price? And I'm like, what? And they're going to be like, huh? You're going to buy it anyways. Uh, yeah. They're probably going to buy it anyways. <laughs> yeah. At the very least, I want these to be the 3D versions and dual pack. That's the most I'll pay. That's, that's the only reason I'll pay $60 for them. I think if it's a pack, it has to be like Ocarina of Time Majora's Mask. But I just, I don't know, something in the back of my head is telling me that they're just going to charge each one for 
There's something in the back of my head to tell me they're going to charge each one for 60 I know for a fact they're going to do Twilight Princess and Wind Waker separate $60, $60 right? But I can right. see, just seeing how old Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask is, I can see them doing those two games together. I don't think Nintendo, I think Nintendo knows if they do it separate, they're going to get quite a bit of flack for that. Like, like yeah, they know, they know their fan base is blind, right? They know that, but they're like... Yeah, they can do literally anything and they'll buy it, because they, they can do whatever. But they know yeah. that they're not that blind. To want buy Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask separate for sixty dollars each. You all started with the test, and they pretty much proved themselves right. I told right. you guys. I told you guys from the start with the Mario Three D All Stars. It's like they're testing the waters. They say how how much how many sheeps they got in the fan base. If they got enough, they'll do it again, but even more even more greedy. Eighty dollar Joy Cons along with the sixty dollar <laughs> game. I just don't know because I just feel like if Wind Waker or What's then come out? They're gonna charge them each individually for like fifty to sixty dollars. They will. They will. And it's just like, and I mean, that's a lot of Zelda games released in the same year. But then it's just like people are gonna buy it anyway. So like, why, why stop them? The only way I can see them making like an All Stars is if it's just Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask or something. And if see, no, they can't do that because well, that would be so bad because they made the game collection. Has Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. Oh, dang. There's no way they'd release a less collection of just those two. Oh, then they could just release that, That's it. such a bad investment. And they oh, won't they just re release that. that collection on Switch because why would I you? I know they won't. Why, well, why would you pay for Zelda 1 and 2 or whatever else was on there when you had the NES online? Yeah. Like, they would rather people buy, like, Nintendo Online than. Get get those games in that collection. They could announce N sixty four online and just throw the Zelda games up on there. Like you won't get the three D port or whatever, just port the regular ones onto the NES online or Switch online. I feel like that could happen. So that way you're still technically getting Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. It's just the original versions. If they do Nintendo Switch online and sixty four. That's what I said, N sixty four online and they just put those two games But on at there. the same time they would have to add Mario sixty four, wouldn't they? Well, yeah. Whoa, 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 yeah. I don't know. I kind of give up the hope with N64 Online. I mean, the only reason I wanted it was for Mario Party Online with you guys, but now that Super Mario Party has it, I'm I'm okay with it, I guess. I hope they do more online updates for the games. This is kind of off topic, but uh, I hope that if Miitopia does well, that means we get like either Tomodachi Life ported or a sequel to it. Yeah, I really want them to do more with Mii's. A lot of people really want Tomodachi Life to come through again. Because it's just a fun little game. Oh, uh, can we just quickly talk about uh, Super Mario Party Online just coming out of fucking nowhere? Oh, yeah, it's in the uh, topics already. Yeah. yeah. If you want to... Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I Shit, should... we should have done it a long time ago, but didn't bother to. Yeah, two and a half years later. <laughs> uh, basically, what I... And, like, I, I kind of struggle to believe this is because of the pandemic, because, like... I don't know, it feels like the pandemic's, like, slowing down a bit. Uh, yeah, because of the vaccines and shit. Like, I feel like I could have been there be like, believing that this is because of the pandemic if they released this last year. But, like, right now, like, it kind of feels like we're getting towards the end of this. Maybe. Mm. It's still going to take a while. Probably the end of the year or start of next year. But, uh... Like, and it might just be because America doesn't give a fuck and is already going back to normal. 
-hmm. And not because we're in a state where we can go back to normal, but just because we're saying fuck it. Pretty much. We've only gotten 2% of our province uh, vaccinated, so there's quite a way of ways for us to go. Sorry, back to Mari Party. Uh, I was just going to say, uh, I think the reason why this happened, again, this has to do with their restructuring of their uh, servers, you know, the ones that could be recognized on Windows 98. Uh, I think this might hint at more to come in the future. I heard the online is pretty solid. I really recommend you guys get this game. I wish you would. Uh, actually, Ryan, you already have it, yeah. Steven and Jordan need to get it. But yeah. No. Please. No. Please. Didn't you say you'd buy it for him? Oh, yeah. I, I'll buy it for you. Don't worry, Steven. On your B-Day. My what? Your B-Day. On your beat your meat day B-Day. Uh, I said so. The PG pod I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you title like one of the episodes, like, I'm going to get fired for this or something? No, I said, um, I hope this outro doesn't get me demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of getting demonetized, this video is sponsored by Skillshare. Skillshare is the <laughs> <laughs> We talked about how we would sponsor funerals as well. Oh, God. I wish Skillshare would sponsor me. I use Skillshare. That's the thing. That's what's crazy. Do, do podcasts even get sponsors? I don't know. All the podcasts I listen to don't have any sponsors. The, even so, this is still kind of the YouTube video. So, yeah, like, yeah. and podcasts do get sponsors, yeah. It just depends. And also, I, I still listen the, to enough of them. Our service that uploads our podcast, it um, constantly searches for like um, sponsorships from other people. I haven't checked in a while to see if there's like anything that's popped up yet, though. Mainly because we haven't done the podcast in a while. Yo, speak, um, speaking of sponsors, fucking, um, there's some funny, there's some YouTubers who know how to do sponsorships like really funny. Like, uh, what's this one? Uh, Carl Jobs, I think is his name. Um, he's, he's a YouTuber who just talks about like different things going on in the speedrunning community. And in his most recent video, he was sponsored by Manscaped. And the way he went about it was, like, really funny. Because he was like, guys, uh, I got to talk about today's sponsor. And, um, you know, just because we're nerds doesn't mean we don't get laid. So that's why I'm telling y'all about Manscaped. I was like, like, the entire comment section was like, wait, what? It was like <laughs> Mighty Number no. 9 all over again. Make the enemies cry on, on like, on... Weeb on like an anime fan on prom night. Yeah. Like an anime fan on prom night. No one's talking Look, about I still love that ad. Tried so That's hard. That's still one of my favorite video game ads because it's just a funny callback to like cheesy 90s ads. It's not even that. It's just like trying way too hard to be relatable. It's like, oh, look at how self-aware we are or something like that. Trying you know, to... I don't know. Omega? It just reminded me so much of like the dumb video game ads that I love watching from the old days. Like that, yeah, like that one ad for uh, Yoshi's Island where the guy just gets really fucking fat. Yeah. It was gross. That was disgusting. It was, but it's also really funny. It has zero to do with Yoshi, but like it's really funny. All the video game commercials were some of the best. Bad, I kind of like Mighty Number no. 9. It's not it's an all right game. It's, it's not a horrible design game. It's just very underwhelming in a lot of, in a lot of areas. Like I just saw uh, my friend Omega played through it on stream because he's playing through every Mega Man game. And for April Fool's Day, he played through Mighty Number no. 9. <laughs> That's um, And like I watched him play through the game and like he was talking about it because he was a backer. And like it was interesting, like learning the lore of the game and stuff. And uh, apparently in the credits, 
like I guess so you know like for when a game gets you in the credits for being a backer they like ask you to send your name yeah yeah I guess what happened was everyone sent their name they sent the email like, okay guys send and uh then for some reason all that data got lost so they did it again uh like they sent another one saying hey we need your name again and like half the people didn't get that second email most people thought they were good and then apparently that one fucked up too and they sent a third one so you got like three layers here of people not getting their names in the game and then like i was watching omega on the credits he was talking about and he's like yeah so now you've got like there's like he's because there's like twenty two thousand names on these credits and like Half of them are just like blank spaces. It just replaced it with a generous backer instead. Because everyone got assigned a mighty number, so it'll be like a mighty number. Or it'll be like mighty number two, it would be like Atlas Crown. But if you didn't get your name and it just says mighty number two, a generous backer. So like half the credits is just like 22k names of just a generous backer. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Like damn, <laughs> that really sucks. That, that, yeah, that's how you put money into that and you don't even get what you paid for. Um, but I actually think the game's kind of charming. It's Too right. bad we'll never get that Vita and 3DS version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like wherever the hell those are. I'd actually be interested if they could make a number two. I doubt it. They're I never going to. They were so they were going to make a like Mega Man Legends style yeah. game. There was also a TV show in production. Really? <laughs> yeah, there was even that a trailer. That, there, was, there was a trailer for it, but it wasn't that good. Here, let me yeah, I remember there was a whole separate Kickstarter for all that. If that was like people were really pissed about it because people were like, "Well, my need number nine game finished, and you're already trying to do all these other projects." Oh yeah, they were trying. I remember that. I was like, "What the heck? Why are they trying to do so much?" Yeah. And the game wasn't released. Here's the trailer for the TV show. I mean, I, so like the last of the topics really is um, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles being announced finally. Yeah, I've been needing oh. an Ace Attorney fix. Oh my god, I popped. Granted, I still need to. I, I could always go back and play fucking um. I still need to play through Edgeworth's game and uh, oh. uh fucking what's his face. Oh. Apollo's, yeah, I need to play Apollo's game. Those are like the only two I still need to finish. But like, uh, dude, I popped the fuck off when they announced this. Oh, yeah, man. I was, I was, I was really so excited. Long. I've been waiting for these games for so long. Oh my god! Like, I like that you could listen like unused music, like the soundtrack is in the game too. Like the whole soundtrack yeah. in the game. The escapades, little uh, side stuff. Like I don't know. I just I like it. I also like this getting the physical release. I was really shocked about that because. The past two Ace Attorney games didn't get one at all, so like yeah, like the last the last Ace Attorney game to get a physical release was uh crossover. Ed? Yeah, crossover. The crossover. What's the report that one to Switch? I did like the game. Yeah, really crossover was like because yeah, Dual Destinies and Spirit just nope. Yeah, Ace I mean the only last specifically Phoenix Wright game that got one was what Edgeworth's game on the DS. Yeah, Edgeworth Investigations. But Japan, just, yeah, physical release for every game. Crazy. Yeah. But they ain't got English on them. Oh, no, they do. They, they do. Yeah. Oh, do they? I'm pretty sure they do. Oh. But your 3DS is region locked, so it's like... Yeah. But the, the, the trilogy that's on uh, Switch has oh. uh, English. Okay, Family Contact. It's like, I remember when Great Ace Attorney was announced, and there were several people in my Twitter feed saying, hey... If you want a physical version of both this and the uh, original trilogy, 
the uh, Japanese physical version of the trilogy has like a uh, has like English in it, and they're selling it in a bundle on Play Asia. Yeah, but like I, said, I already pre-ordered it, so I'm ready for it. Like yeah, same. I remember I went in on the first day, and the GameStop employee was like, "Yeah, they uh, it's in the system, but for some reason they aren't allowing pre-orders yet." It was really weird because he was like, "I've yeah. never seen this before." And that guy's been there a long time. I think he's been there since I was a kid. Oh, yeah. When I, I know you, I'm pretty sure he's been there since like the GameCube days. Oh, I know that's when the that's when GameStop near me opened up was like around then. Yeah, when I went to um, mine's a pre-order, uh, she was like, "Oh dang, I lost a bet," and I was like, "What do you mean?" And she was like, "Apparently, she bet it with like some other employee from like another GameStop that nobody was gonna pre-order the game." Because it was like um really niche or niche or whatever, so apparently I was like the first one. But at least in my games, I've I've run into a situation like when I pre-ordered ReZero, I was the only one who pre-ordered ReZero. So they literally just ordered they ordered one copy. Oh yeah, when it comes to niche games, you basically gotta pre-order, otherwise you ain't getting it. Yeah, I learned that lesson the hard way with um Zero Time Dilemma because I didn't pre-order that game, and I had to drive to a different GameStop like nearly ten miles away, I think, in order to get it. Uh, it, it was annoying. Yeah, had my ever, ever since then, I've been pre-ordering every niche game that mm-hmm. I want. No, I made sure to go and pre-order that game. I was like, let's go. Let's get it. Yeah, I, I can't wait to play through it. I, I like how they got around the Sherlock Holmes thing. It's really yeah. cute. It's, it's just really cheesy and funny. I, uh, I can't wait to hear the cornered theme. Or I guess, I don't know, if there, is the cornered theme in here? Yeah. Or does that okay. There's a new version of it, of course. But... Yeah, that's what I figured. The, Need the game to make only, me cry. Honestly, the only game I'm excited for this year, so far. It's it's definitely like one of the main games I'm excited for. Cause I don't remember what the oh No More Heroes three. That's that's my oh, main yeah, game. No right. comes out. Yeah, that's my main game for to be hyped for. But other than that, Great Ace Attorney's probably right there. Sad thing is I won't be able to play Great Ace Attorney for a few days after it comes out because I'll be out of town around then. Going to see my girlfriend who I haven't seen since last year July. Oh, wow. um, so it, I don't know. I missed her a lot, and I I can't wait. But it's just gonna suck having to wait those few days to go play Great Ace Attorney. Granted, I could probably find like a Walmart or something out there and buy it. Like when um, Mario Tennis Aces came out, and I went to the Walmart down in Florida and to get it. Or my I asked my dad to take me to the Walmart down by my nephew's house in Florida to go get it. Yeah. But I already placed the pre-order, so no point in going out of the way to grab it. Right. Plus, there's going to be a lot of fam, like a lot of her family doing stuff, probably. So that's true. Yeah, probably, probably be kind of rude. Yeah, just sitting up there in the corner. Of the well, I, mean, I don't know. Her family's weird because they, they probably no, feel like enough. like they probably be more like, hey, if you guys want to go do something, just go do it. Just tell us you're leaving. Because that's how it was like when um I went with her family to uh Taipei Islands. They her mom was straight up like if you guys want to go do something, like go to like go out to eat or go walk on the beach or something, just you know, fucking tell us and you can go do whatever the hell you want. We don't care. Well I hope you enjoy your, that trip. It's not till the end of July, so July twenty fifth to the thirtieth, I believe. And I'm only going to Kentucky. Little house out in Kentucky that looks like the house from the first grown ups movie. Like, not even joking, if I showed you a picture, if you've seen that Adam Sandler grown-ups movie, and I showed you a picture of this fucking house, you'd be like, that's the same house. 
Are you going to tell them that's not the house that they filmed in? This is this is, <laughs> this is the house. Corporate needs you to find the uh, the difference between the two pictures. They, they're the same. Well, it, it'd be actually kind of interesting if it actually was the house that they might have filmed the movie in. Because, I mean, how, Tybee Island was had a lot of movies filmed there. Like uh, the second SpongeBob movie, all the live action scenes were filmed on Tybee Island. That Baywatch movie was filmed there. I think some movie called Lost Song was filmed there. There's a couple others. Still need to watch the second SpongeBob movie. Yeah, I'm watching that one. I don't care about Plus, so. It's not that good. You mean the 3D one? No, 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 no. The the second one where oh. like it's it starts it's mostly 2D, but then like it tur- it swaps to CG where they become like kind of like superheroes. I heard about that film. I think you were talking about Sponge Underwater. Yeah, that is Sponge Underwater. I'm not Sponge Underwater. Sponge on the Run. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, the second one. Alice has oh, told me yeah, the second I've... one's really good. Yeah, I've seen the second one. I've seen the second yeah, one. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. Second, yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't second, like second one's not bad. It's pretty decent, I thought, but not as good as the first one. Second one has that fucking scene where they go Mad Max for, like, no reason. Yeah. Third one I heard. <laughs> I remember was... I watched, like, a little bit of it when I was at, like, a pizza place. Third one I heard was meh i think oh i've heard that everyone's trash we got extremely off topic but it's whatever yeah we're allowed to though yeah. whatever, whatever now we got through everything <sighs> yo that falcon the winter soldier oh pretty damn good i think yeah just quick thoughts though um really liked really liked falcon's character in this thought it was a perfect transition to captain america introduce a character that uh, to be captain america that no one likes that way it eases in for falcon to be a captain america did a perfect job out of that uh, John Walker was pretty damn good, but I wish they would have done uh, more with him. I feel like this uh, series could have benefited from a couple more episodes. Uh, Flag Smashers, I wanted to like them, but man, Carly Mogar, Morgenthau, and them just—it's like they try to like, oh, they're they're sympathetic. You should feel bad for them, but like they do things that don't make you feel sympathetic to them, and they're not that interesting other than the fact that they're super soldiers. Um, I like Magipore. I loved Zemo, especially his dance. Uh, I wish Bucky got more development for his, uh, you know, Winter Soldier thing, and I wish they would have called him the White Wolf by the end of the series instead of the Winter Soldier, because it makes more sense. And overall, I thought it was a pretty good series, and now I'm ready for Loki. I just enjoyed it, simply because it was a fun thing to watch. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't think any deeper of it. I was like, there's fun things going on on screen. That's all I need. I enjoy getting the recap every week. Getting what? The recap every week. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let's go. I know. I did really like the the scenes with um. Isaiah. What's his face? Isaiah. Yeah. That those scenes good. were fucking amazing. Yeah, I love those as well. Very well made. Love them. Especially that one in the last episode. Oh, oh yeah, that was a good one. Well, the last episode and the one before it, the one the one where he gave like the speech of like fucking. No one they would... never let a black man become Captain America, and no self-respecting black man would want to be. I love that. I love that whole scene. Yeah, I loved Isaiah's character. I think that was beautifully well done. It showed a lot of great aspects of storytelling. Great storytelling. Yeah, yeah and I'll probably watch a little bit of Loki. Loki, I think it's going to be pretty damn good. The only... It's kind of the one series I don't really care for, but I'm going to watch it. They already renewed it for a second season, apparently. Did they? Yeah. It's not even out. I don't, wow. I guess, they're, I guess they're that 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 happy with it, maybe. That shit not even out yet, man. Yeah, they are even Marvel. It comes out June 11th. They're guaranteed to make money. 
What about WandaVision season two? I think this WandaVision wouldn't make sense for a season two. No, I think they said like WandaVision is unlikely to get a season two, but Falcon and Winter Soldier is uh, likely to get one. Oh yeah. There was so many like loose things that he still didn't explain. I was like, I think people were saying they didn't like the finale because it was kind of rushed. I think I think uh, WandaVision, yeah, uh, Ryan said it best. Like you can't do a season two. You could do something where like WandaVision, where it's like outside of the reality and it focuses just on them in the real world this time. As far as like a full-on sequel, I think they're just gonna focus on them being in other movies from now on. I, don't know, I think WandaVision's yeah. ending was pretty bad. I wouldn't say it's bad, but it was just very average. Yeah. And I wasn't like one of those people saying, oh, Mephisto or all this or that. And I don't know what to say. No, I, I generally just thought the episode was just kind of eh. I, I mean, for me, I really loved the ending where Wanda had to say goodbye to Vision. I thought that was very well done. But like, I think the the overall episode, yeah, it was kind of lackluster. But the series overall, I really enjoyed because... I got everything I wanted. I wanted Quicksilver back. I wanted Wanda's kids. I wanted White Vision. I wanted a House of M adaptation, and I got all of those things. I wasn't expecting like Magneto to appear out of nowhere or something like that. Wanda saying you bought a Vision where our kids are getting turned to dust or erased. 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 Yeah, that robot dick was hitting though. I thought. I thought. <laughs> oh my god. Wanda had had sex with herself. Now that I think of Erase, and I thought about the anime. <sighs> anyway, I love Erase. That one's so good. Erase was good. What was? Erase. Oh, the anime Erase. Did you watch the live action version? Hell no. I watched like I think one episode, and I was just like, eh, that was awful. Eh. It actually wasn't that bad. It yeah. wasn't bad as I thought it was. No, I'm not lying. It actually was all right. It was all right. Fuck you, Saba. All right, guys. Um, hey yo. I think it's time to wrap this hey. up. Um, <laughs> So, you can find me on Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash ramblin70, where I kind of just talk about random shit. Uh, I haven't really been anything in specific recently, just whatever ends up coming to my dumb brain. Some point in the future, I don't know when, I will hopefully return to streaming, and that might be fun. But I'm just trying to finish up all the games I had planned to play through this year before moving on to that. I'm trying out that Letterboxd website. So if anyone gives a shit about movie reviews, you could uh, check me out on there, Ryan Miller 70. I think that's about all the places I give a shit about. Yeah, go with Rama. You can find me on my YouTube channel, Rama, where I'll be uploading my first video very soon. So get ready for that. And yeah. How many times have we heard this? <laughs> Real. Yo, it's coming, it's coming. Trust me. For real, for real. Yo. Let's go. Yo, Atlas, where can people watch you make video games? You can find me in hell. Uh, and if not in hell, you can find me on <laughs> Twitch TV <laughs> slash Atlas Crown. Um, I've been streaming my game development, so if you want to uh, hang out and watch me suffer live. Stream some bitches. Uh, I'm trying. Yeah, that's where you can find me. Twitter underscore Atlas Crown. I tweet every once in a blue moon, but you know when I tweet, it's fire, so it's fine. You got a lot of See, your me. your Twitter isn't good for what you tweet. It's for what you like. Yeah. Great. My likes are fire, though. Yeah. I mean, you're still not on the crit level. Your crit oh, no. retweeted, like, actual just video anti. 
whatever. Earlier, and I was scared. So I was scared a customer was going to walk by me when that shit popped up on my Twitter feed. I will never be on McCritt's level. So, anyways, um, you guys can find me right here on this channel, Zagami. You guys can also find me on Twitter at JordanBostonZ4 and on Instagram at JordanBostonZ4. And at McDonald's. Uh, where I just, wow. Oh, uh, where I just. Damn. Oh, Remo back at it again with McDonald's jokes. <laughs> oh, sorry. I had Remo's to. A, Remo's a bitch. Anyways. Um, Jordan's a hoe. Yeah, so you, got to, so you guys can find me on Instagram. Uh, just post uh, anything I uh, end up purchasing or collecting, so like anime figures and stuff. Like I said, Twitter too, and this channel. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, one more thing. This podcast might become weekly, may or may not become weekly. So if you see a podcast next week, you'll know. But other than that, I will see you guys later. Peace. Fuck Activision Blizzard. <laughs>